Hi, my name is Brianne Perleberg and I'm the founder of I Want Her Job. I'm so excited to introduce you to today's leading lady on I Want Her Job, the podcast. At the age of 23, while serving in the Israeli army, Adi Arizini was feeling bloated, constipated, and had a stomach that looked like she was carrying around a bowling ball inside. She was active in training soldiers, yet she had a very angry digestive system that left her feeling terrible with her own wellness and health. And eating the food the army provided wasn't exactly helping. So Adi tried a new avenue and got a colonic. And while it helped her for a while, it served more as a band-aid approach. It wasn't until she got back to the United States and moved to Florida that she was able to cook her own healthy foods and finally help her stomach heal. And though the healthy eating approach was helping, it still didn't fix her problem 100%. At a fateful meeting at a friend's house, Adi met the person who would become her co-founder. With his background in coffee and tea and her background in health and wellness, the two started to combine different loose leaf tea blends to find one that would help her stomach's health and, as a perk, actually taste good at the same time. It was through this process that Teamy Blends was born. Offering teas made of herbs and natural ingredients, Teamy Blends strives to create a product that provides a truly effective plant-based solution. The company is now a multi-million dollar brand with a massive following and community of Teamy loyalists. And just last year, Teamy's line of tea-infused skincare made it to the shelves of more than 1,000 Ulta retail stores. In today's episode of I Want Her Job, the podcast, I talked to Adi about how she grew Timmy from a company built out of her mom's house into the behemoth brand it is today. We also discuss her motivations, her inspiration for creating the loose leaf tea blend Timmy tumblers, and then we also talk about that time that was extremely uncomfortable living in Israel with her digestive issues. Plus, we dig into her mindset for success. I hope you enjoy today's episode of I Want Her Job, the podcast. So first of all, Adi, you have built this tremendous multi-million dollar brand with this massive following. And uh, I know that I can't wait to hear more about how you did that. But first, I'd like to go back a little bit and hear about your younger self. Can you tell us a little bit about your early influences and what your life was like growing up? Yeah, you know, my my early life was not as, you know, childhood fairy tale as I would have liked. Um, I started working when I was nine years old, ma- mainly out of necessity. Like I wasn't like working as a nine-year-old to make extra money. It was like, okay, well, if I want to eat food and and I want to have things, I have to work for them. So we grew up pretty, pretty poor, and that's really what started this hunger for motivation and for getting things done I started loving working from a really young age and having a strong work ethic and all I was doing at that age was babysitting Mm -hmm. and that until when I graduated high school I made like a little business out of babysitting where everyone in my hometown knew me for a girl that rode bicycles around town and babysat like that's what I was known for and I think that that had a huge influence on um, my desire to start my own business and also the understanding of what it's going to take and the work ethic and the, and the hustle part of it. 
Absolutely. It's it's definitely easy to see that way when you tell that story, what motivates you. And you're really in many ways like a one-woman babysitter's club, if you remember those <laughs> books growing up. <laughs> so so that's, it. that's exciting to hear. Um, I'm also curious to hear, you know, I know that you have this fantastic story about how you began, got to the conclusion of developing Teamy Blends. So can you tell me a little bit about the story that you had personally in dealing with some stomach challenges and uh, how that led to you to your moment to, to come up with this brand. Definitely. So basically, I when I was 19, I had this, this spontaneous revelation that I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. So instead of, you know, working a nine to five when I was 19 years old, I was going to move to Israel and I was going to join the Israeli Defense Forces because I was born in Israel, but hadn't really been back since. I didn't speak the language and I felt kind of disconnected from that culture and I wanted to connect myself with it again. And so I spontaneously decided to move to Israel. My mom was like, what are you doing? Wait, I moved you to America so you wouldn't have to join the, the, the army. What are you doing volunteering for the army? And she, she was upset with me. And I just wanted to go have that adventure. I, I felt like I needed it. And I um, auditioned to be a fitness instructor for combat soldiers and I was given that job and you go through like a four-month boot camp where you learn about human anatomy and fitness and what the soldiers need and how to create workouts for the soldiers um, out in the desert and just some really really cool stuff it was a a really intense four-month boot camp but it was amazing and then I went along and and served in the army and around the year and a half point mark I started having really, really bad uh, digestive issues where, you know, I was eating food that was given in the army, which is definitely not organic, definitely not farm to table. It was just like a lot of oils, a lot of chemicals because they're making food for the masses, like 3,000 meals at a time. So you can't expect it to be healthy or, or for it to be good. And I just, my body was so sensitive. I just started not being able to go to the bathroom like by not being able to go to the bathroom i mean that i went to the bathroom once a week that's how bad it got which is like gross and intense and not ideal and i started becoming uh addicted to coffee in order to make me go to the bathroom if i didn't have a cup of coffee in the morning or throughout the day forget it. I wasn't going to go to the bathroom because that was the only thing that like irritated and stimulated, um, my, my digestive system to, uh, get rid of the stuff that was in there. So I became addicted to coffee and then at a certain point, coffee stopped working as well. Like that stop didn't affect it either. And, um, my stomach was so bloated. I looked like I was five months pregnant. And I wasn't overweight because I was working out like and training my soldiers every day. And I'm like this fitness girl. So I felt even more guilty on top of that because I'm supposed to be like the, the, the guide for my soldiers. And here I am feeling terrible with my own, with my own wellness and my own health. Um, and it just, you couldn't really tell unless I like lifted up my stomach and let my stomach out. Mm-hmm. But it was when I did that, it was like this hard bowling ball was in my stomach. And that's really when 
I started getting freaked out. I was like calling my mom. I was like, mom, I've tried everything. What do I do? Tried changing my diet, but there was only so much I could do within the constraints of, of the army and the food that I had there. So what we ended up doing is I ended up having a colonic, which is literally they stick a tube up your butt and they take out all the waste that has been accumulating in your body. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the most like, not fun experiences that I've ever had. <laughs> like, well, no one imagine. wants to go through that, you know? And um, so I did that and it kind of put a band-aid on the problem. It solved it for like a second, but it didn't like really solve my, my digestive system working or functioning properly. Mm-hmm. And when I finished the army and I came back to Florida, that's when I started looking for solutions that were natural. And that's really how, how the interest began. That's wow. That is like such a tremendous story. I know, you know, you, you hear a lot of entrepreneurs build their businesses off of pain points that they or someone else experienced, but, but yours was deeply felt firsthand. I'm sorry, firsthand. And so that's just such a tremendous background. So when you came back and you were out of the Israeli army and you were in Florida, um, I, I know that you also have some co-founders with Timmy Blunts. How did you guys meet and how did you end up bringing this product to life? Okay, so it's kind of, it was like fate. I know that that's a crazy word to use, but I had this problem and I was already, I was already in Florida. My digestive system had gotten a little bit better because I was able to cook all my own food. So I'm using like coconut oil and I'm, I'm using foods that I, that I know my body will react to better. So my digestive system improved a little bit, but did not get fully resolved. And I went down to Miami to go to a party with some friends. Like I just drove down to Miami, it's four hours away from Tampa. And I get there and I went to this little get together at someone's house and a guy there, his name is Yogev, kind of came up to me and was like, hey, my name's Yogev, who are you? And we just kind of met each other. And he asked me what I did. I told him I was a personal trainer and I was a spin instructor and I was in this kind of health and wellness and fitness field. And he was like, oh, well, um, how many Instagram followers do you have? And I was like, what? Like, why are you asking me that? Who are you? I don't even know who you are. And he was like, oh, well, you know, if you're like into fitness and you have a lot of followers on Instagram, I'm like, no. And that's kind of like how we started our friendship. It was really funny. And he was like, like, okay, well, what do you do? And he was like, uh, I manufacture uh, tea and coffee. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting because uh-huh. I've been reading up about tea lately. And that's how we started our friendship and we kind of exchanged numbers. And then like a couple weeks later, we, we reconnected and he was like, listen, I think that um, with your background in fitness and health and my background in coffee and tea, we could actually build something like we could make something. And I was like, okay, well, then I started researching what tea ingredients were needed to solve my problem. And him and I would order the ingredients together. We would blend them. We would see, okay, well, this one doesn't taste good, but this one does. And this one tasted good, but it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And that's really how like we started our business relationship, but it was very, very organic. And it was kind of by accident. 
I love that story. And I, I feel like there's usually an element of fate in every meeting with someone. So it's it's amazing that you have that that you have that background and that you both brought those different skill sets to it. And you know, once once you decided that you you wanted to go into teas and you wanted to launch Teamy Blends, um, did you feel like there was a gap in the marketplace of products that weren't maybe necessarily working as well? Or what did you guys set out to be your differentiator among the competition? Yeah, I mean, the first thing that I that I did is I tried all the the competitor products out there because I want to see well, what do they have something that's already working? Like exactly what you just said. So I purchased all these different detox uh, tea products from companies that were around, companies that were promoting on Instagram, companies that were selling their products in supermarkets. I was just like, let me try them all, and none of them worked for me. Like they were just not effective and they didn't taste good. And on top of that, when the companies were selling loose leaf tea as a detox tea, they weren't giving me an easy way to drink it throughout mm-hmm. the day. And that's why we have our, our tumbler bottles, which you're familiar with now, yes. which we can go into later. But like no one was giving a way to drink this tea throughout the day. And you wonder why people drink coffee all the time. It's convenient. There's a coffee. Uh, there's a coffee machine at every uh, business, uh, and there's you know a Starbucks or a coffee shop almost on every corner. So it's convenient. You don't have to like do a whole ritual in order to get that get that energy boost that you're looking for. So that was one element of it, and the other element was that the products didn't taste good and they didn't they weren't effective. Mm-hmm. And then the last aspect of it is that a lot of these companies that were selling these detox teas were promoting themselves as skinny products. Like, drink this tea, be skinny, wear a bikini, you're an Australian model. Right. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, this is not what I believe in. I come from the fitness background, the health background, not the I want to be a runway model background. Mm-hmm. And I myself am not like a stick figure skinny. I have muscles, I'm more curvy, and I didn't want to set that message out to people. And I could tell that these companies that were creating these products had more interest in kind of selling one-offs, like selling it to the masses, to the masses, and then just being done, mm-hmm. instead of truly trying to help people in their health and wellness. And that was like one of the main pivotal changes that I wanted to make with my company versus the other companies that existed out there. Absolutely. And so walk me through, you guys have had some massive milestones in terms of both revenue, followers. Um, what have been some of your, how you feel personally, your biggest milestones to date and which one of those bring you the most satisfaction? Oh, that's a good question. I'll, I'll give you like a top three okay. and then we, we can decide together which one gives me the most <laughs> I satisfaction. I like that. That sounds it's hard. Good. Um, okay, so one of the biggest milestones was two years ago moving into our 13,000 square foot facility. So before that, we were subleasing the space, and it was more like, you know, 10 of us were crammed in a room together on our laptops. Um, so moving into our own space was a really big milestone, and being able to give people their own desks. And I know that that sounds just normal, but for us, it was a really big deal. Mm-hmm. And in a year, our lease is going to be done, and we're looking to buy like a 20,000 square foot wow. space. So we're mm-hmm. already like outgrowing the space that we have right now. So that I'm super proud of that, and I'm proud to employ amazing people that all have the same like interest 
and intention to help others live a happier, healthier lifestyle and being able to, to, to pay someone's um, paycheck is a huge win for me. I love being able to do that. If someone comes to work, they're happy, they have a true purpose to help others and we're able to pay them well like that. I love that aspect of being a business owner. Mm-hmm. And that's something that drives me a lot. Like how can we make more money in the company so that I can also pay my employees more and more like for, for their value. So I, that's a huge thing for me. Um, another milestone was earlier this year in March, uh, Ulta Beauty picked up our skincare line into a thousand retail stores wow. uh, across America. Uh-huh. So our skincare products, we have five of them, are all sold by Ulta Beauty. And that has been kind of a tremendous milestone that um, not only helped our business, but helped our brand even more to be out there and for other people to find out about us through Ulta. And the third milestone, I think it's, I think it was when we came out with our tumblers, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Uh, These are BPA free tumbler bottles that you can take your tea on the go, which makes it easy. Now, the reason why, they're so important to me. Number one, they're gorgeous and they're really cute to walk around in there. We have different colors, about 15 different colors so that you can like express yourself in different ways. Mm -hmm. And what I wanted to achieve there is that everyone kind of carries around like a Starbucks cup or a coffee cup. And because we've seen it in movies and pictures on Instagram, we, uh, we look at coffee cups, whether it's a Starbucks cup or a regular coffee cup as some sort of coolness factor. Like it's kind of cool to be carrying around this cup that has this beverage inside of it. Like you're kind of important. You're wearing sunglasses, you're holding a Starbucks cup and we've just through media felt this way although there these cups can be filled with sugar and syrups and milk and things that could definitely irritate your stomach and have anywhere from 200 to 500 calories inside of them mm-hmm. that are kind of unnecessary dead calories that don't really fuel your body mm-hmm. so instead people are able to carry on this beautiful tumbler with this loose leaf tea kind of floating inside of it and the message that they're sending out to other people, whether it's on their desk at work or it's in their car or they're walking around with it downtown, is more of a health and wellness vibe and message that we're putting out there kind of intentionally but unintentionally just by carrying around this bottle. And that has been a big deal for me to where, like, I've been at a restaurant before and I've seen someone with a tumbler at their table and I was yes. like oh my god that's <laughs> that my product such a cool moment. what's yeah. happening you know and like I have my friends texting me of like oh my god I was just at the library and I saw a person with a blue tumbler and I'm like what like it makes me feel like we're actually making a difference in the world and they're not just selling products online but that people are using it in their lives they're going out there people then ask them about what is your what are you drinking they get interested in it because the because the tumbler is transparent so you can see all these beautiful leaves and then because it looks so interesting and someone asks you what are you drinking the customer or someone part of our team community then starts educating someone else about it and about how great they feel and then that person then wants to do the same thing as well 
and they start incorporating it and drinking coffee less and less and um, living a happier, healthier lifestyle. So when you start your own business, it can be something that's scary and terrifying. And what are some philosophies or mindsets that help you both in the past and even today push through fear and push through, you know, that unknown and that change of doing something different? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. One of the things that, that I truly believe in is that fear creeps in when there's lack of action. Like fear happens when you're not doing anything. So my philosophy is to to act and not think. Like you must start doing and then you'll see, well, did it work? Did it not work? What were the effects? And the action is more important than even if the action was correct or not correct. But the thinking, the thinking of like, oh my God, should I do this? Should I not do this? Will it work? Will it not work? Like, yeah, put some thought into it, of course, mm-hmm. but like staying stuck in thought instead of starting to act is a lot of the time where people get stuck when they want to start their own business or when they want to get a promotion in their job and they're a little afraid to ask for it or it's just that that themselves literally holding their own potential back. That's so that's so well said. And and I it, it is. It's often those moments in silence when you're by yourself and your mind gets going and you're like suddenly you go from everything's great to everything's terrifying. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's it's nice that you can get up and do something and, and take that action. I, I love that advice. And um, you know, looking back a little bit too, do you feel that there's some patterns that have helped lead to your personal success? Um, do you think it, it goes back to your childhood and the strong sense of work ethic or your passion or a combination of those? Yeah, I definitely think that the number one, um, like method of my success is hard work and consistency. So like someone that works really hard, but only works hard for two days out of the week is not going to find success or someone that works hard for three months and then stops working hard is also not going to find success. So hard work is the, the first part of the recipe for success and the second part is consistency you have to keep up that hard work forever like that's it like there's Mm -hmm. no there's no stopping in between it doesn't mean that you don't take days off it doesn't mean that I don't like spend a whole Saturday in front of the tv watching Netflix like that's not what it means it means that you have to have the long vision in mind and that you have to work hard for a long time in order to see success. We've been around for five years and I'm still working just as hard today as I worked when I started the company. I'm just working on different things. Mm-hmm. Now, hey, I'm on this podcast right now. I wouldn't be been able to have the time to do that, but this is still part of my work ethic mm-hmm. to be on this podcast. It's good for you. It's good for my brand. It's good for PR. Like It's all work related. It's not like I sit back and I lift my feet up because there's so much more to go. Absolutely. And and I, I know that when we have um, had prior conversations too, you you also make a lot of sacrifices personally in order to do the work that you do and to be at the level that you're at. And one of those is um, that that your your significant other actually lives in Portland, correct? That is correct. Yeah, yeah. So um, with so much work that you have to do, how, how do you find uh, what are ways that you recharge and how do you find the time to carve those out? 
Well, right now I spend four weeks in Florida and two weeks in Portland. So I'm without my husband for about four to five weeks. And then I come to Portland for two weeks and I'm with him. And then I fly back to Florida. Like I'm in Portland right now and I fly back to Florida on Monday. Um, but honestly, him and I are both very dedicated to our careers and because we're passionate, you know, so we're very busy. So we work all day. And then at night, it sometimes is around 11 or 12 o'clock at night that we talk mm -hmm. uh, and we text throughout the day and we do a lot of cute things for each other. Like he sends me flowers and, you know, we keep, we keep everything really light and fun that way. And when I'm in Portland, we just go out on a lot of dates. We do a lot of things together. We go out on a lot of hikes um, and that's mainly how we kind of keep our relationship going, but we're always working toward, okay, how in the middle of next year in 2019, how do I spend more time in Portland and mm -hmm. spend four weeks in Portland and two weeks in Florida by switching the schedule. But again, for anyone out here listening, the, that is a sacrifice that I had to make because I met my husband, um, maybe when I was a year and a half into owning Teamy. And we were still working out semi out of like my mom's house and subleasing a space. And the company was no, was in no shape to, for me to leave it. And even though it's five years later, we're still, I still need to train people. It's, it's my baby. I can't mm -hmm. just like drop it and leave for any reason. So I'm very lucky that my husband is supportive. He's not like, oh, you should be here more. He like understands that Teamy is my baby. It's my life. I have a responsibility to 45 employees. Like yeah. the company needs to be viable. Like if the company, if our numbers go down and we can't make payroll, like that's my responsibility. Mm -hmm. I cannot just peace out. And like, I just, we're not at that level yet. Mm -hmm. So there's just a lot of understanding that goes into place. And it's great that you both have found ways to make that work. And I love that you do thoughtful things for one another. That's so special. And, uh, you know, something else I'm curious about is, does your spirituality influence your work? And if so, how? Yeah, so much. Like, I, I'm a very spiritual person. And I believe in kind of the power of the spirit, the power of the person themselves to influence. Like, if I have a thought that I want to accomplish something, I really can accomplish it. But if I'm spiritually feeling down, depressed, upset, unmotivated, uninspired, it reflects everywhere on my business. It reflects on how I treat my employees. It reflects on how I treat my husband. It reflects on the numbers in the business. And so constantly improving myself and constantly making sure that I'm in a good place is important because if I don't, it will show up on my business and I don't want it to show up on my business. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing, a, I do a lot of self-improvement courses. I do, I exercising is a form of self-improvement for me. And I'm constantly looking for ways for me as a person and as a business owner to be better. Because if you're not improving yourself and what are you doing? You know, you're just like, what are you doing? If you're not improving yourself. Absolutely. So I definitely am huge on the spirituality side of things. Yeah. And as someone who, you know, has so much responsibility on her shoulders and um, is involved in so many moving parts, do you ever find that you at some time, you know, with your spirituality side, just have to surrender and say, hey, <laughs> you know, I've, I've got to leave a little bit of, of this up to God or to the universe. Um, do, have you ever found yourself in that position? 
Yes and no, because I don't, I, even though I'm very spiritual, I'm not like, you know, I don't, I feel believe that you with your intention have the power to change your, your own circumstances. Mm -hmm. So like if something is, is negative, something that's happening, not the way that I want it to, I always look for how can I change this? What can I do to change it? Now mm -hmm. there's nothing else that I can do. There's nothing else that I can do. Um, and things happen. Someone quits, we fire someone and like all those things. It's not like I could have calculated that beforehand, but what I can say is that I always look at where is my responsibility mm -hmm. in this transaction? Is there anything that I can do to, to affect it or to change it? And if there is, let's do that. And I always look at my own responsibility. I never look at like, oh, well, it was, you know, from above that this person was supposed to quit. I was like, okay, well, did I not treat them well? Mm -hmm. Were they unhappy? Where could I be better next time? Mm -hmm. That constant iteration in, in, yeah. in advancing. Um, and Adi, what is something that others would be surprised to learn about you? Hmm. Well, uh, something that, that people would be surprised to learn about me. I'm kind of like a five-year-old. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm kind of like a five-year-old. Like, when I'm around my husband, I, like, don't do anything for myself. I'm like, babe, can you, like, come here? Can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? <laughs> and, like, in my core, like, I'm – and one of my friends said this to me the other day because I was sending her a bunch of, like, mushroom emojis. and like, I'm a mushroom. And she's like, what is happening with you? And <laughs> – and she's like, Adi, I just realized that you're like a five-year-old that happens to be also good at business. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So like in my heart and in my soul, I am like this child and I love being funny and like super silly and kind of like a five-year-old, but I'm on the other end of the spectrum, the, the zone that most people see me as is, is like this intense tigress that is like, yeah. get out of my way. I'm doing stuff. <laughs> so that's what everyone knows and sees. But like behind the curtain, I'm just like this tiny five-year-old. Well, I think but that, no one sees that. That also helps with the yin and yang and keeping you balanced as well. You know, because if you're so serious all the time, you have to have some, some playtime as well. Totally. And that's really what I get with my husband uh -huh. is that is me being kind of more playful me being more it's more silly because when I'm in Florida for those four weeks yeah I feel I'm in tigress mode like 24 7 I'm just there and uh that's just like my natural my natural habitat is being a tigress so mm -hmm. then I come to Portland I'm able to, I still work the same hours but I'm able to spend that time with my husband which is really special and in Portland you can be the mushroom exactly <laughs> or the basically. mushroom emoji <laughs> I know I know one question that I I love to ask each woman who uh talks to us is what is something you want to learn more about mm. you know I think you know this is a, a great question because I'm actually embarking on this journey right now but because I was raised so holistically I know so much about health and wellness but I want to know more I want to know more than I know right now mm -hmm. and what I did is I signed up to uh, for a school called the Institute of Integrative Nutrition which is an online program it's a one-year online school to become a certified holistic health coach and so I am enrolled in that program. I just started last week. And that's really something that I want to know more about is, okay, so I have this foundation, but do I feel like I'm the number one 
expert on holistic health? I don't think so. I think there's a lot of areas that I'm not an expert in and that I need to know more about. And the more I know about them, the better I can serve my customer. So I acted upon that desire to learn more. And I enrolled in this one-year program where I'm like committed to go to the school for a year, which is interesting to do in my to like fit that in into my daily yes. schedule. I was going to so say, I'm, how do you find the time for this? <laughs> at night. Yeah. You just at make night. time because it's important to you, right? Exactly. Um, and I, so being someone who's, who's been very successful in launching a product, uh, and now multiple products, um, what advice do you have for women who are listening to this and are aspiring to start their own business or launch, launch their own teamy blends, not teamy blends, but maybe a different product? Yeah. So I was just actually talking to a friend of mine who asked me for this advice the other day and you need to promote wherever you're going to promote. Like if your audience is going to be Instagram, you need to be posting four times a day about your product or about your business. And you need to be doing that every day forever. Like Teamy, if you go to the Teamy Blunts page, we post four times a day, every day for the last five years. Mm-hmm. No fail. And a lot of people are afraid of promoting. I don't know why. They're like, oh, I don't want to like intrude on people's space. And I don't know. No, 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 no. You need to promote. Like you need to communicate and you need to promote. There's no other way that anyone's going to buy your product unless you get out there and sell it. So that my number one um, advice as like bringing a product to market is you have to get sales. And the only way you're going to get sales is by promoting. You need to, and that might be at farmer's market. That doesn't have to be Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like that might be at farmer's market. So that might be going to a grocery store, trying to get your product in there or trying to get into apothecaries or whatever your product is, but you need to do massive amount of promotion. And that's how you're going to get sales. Amazing advice. Amazing. Is there any anything any other advice that you want to leave with our listeners before we wrap up today? Um, I think you know the best thing to do is to as far, if you're going to have a product or a business that you're trying to launch is to make sure that the core of it is that you're trying to help someone fix a problem. Mm-hmm. Like and it has to be about the customer. So if you do that, you will win. If the product is effective and you're thinking about the customer more than you're thinking about yourself, then you will win. I see a lot of people going into business because they want to make a lot of money or they want to um, be famous or they want to have a lot of Instagram followers, but there's like no deeper intention or passion underneath that. Mm -hmm. And I know that those people are not going to have long-term success. They might have success for a couple of years, but long-term 10, 20, 30 years, if you don't have a true purpose or passion to help someone with something, it's going to, it's going to, um, it's not going to make it as much. Well, that makes a lot of sense too, especially because say say you do make it in some form and you have a lot of followers and that's your goal. You get there and then what? You know, exactly. at least when you're doing something to help others, there's these fulfilling stories. You hear about people clearing up acne they've dealt with their whole lives and helping with stomach issues. And, and it's amazing to know that the work you're doing and you're really waking up for a reason each day for something even larger than yourself. Yeah, I mean, you know, I there was there's plenty of times, like especially in 2016, 2017, that I was like, 
I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can run Teamy. I want to quit. Mm-hmm. Like t- those two years were rough years in the business. And I was literally having panic attacks every day. And I didn't know if I could continue going on. And, you know, what kind of, I had to say to myself out loud to make it real that if Teamy disappeared, how many customers, how many people would we be letting down? that that need our products or that use our products like imagine someone that uses the detox every other month and then our company disappeared where would they get the the same product with the same results because i know it doesn't exist so we're gonna be they're gonna be upset and Mm -hmm. we're not gonna be helping that person so i had to kind of remind myself of that on a daily basis when i was having these panic attacks to keep that at the forefront of my mind Absolutely. Well, I love that you have that vision and I love the product that you've bought, brought to life. I seriously, now that I have it, I, I don't want to live without it. <laughs> it makes it. me makes me feel so great. And um, thank you so much for taking the time out of your insanely busy schedule to talk to us today and share your advice and tell us your story and your journey and, and also the story of bringing Teamy Blends to life. Thank you. I was, it was just a pleasure. Thanks for listening to today's episode of I Want Her Job, the podcast. We rely on word of mouth to grow. So if you like today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and leave us a review. And for more I Want Her Job 24-7, visit us at IWantHerJob.com.